I love how, uh, like, this is the number one story. It's like, here's what happens when you don't wear a bra. Jesus, really, people? The number one trending story on Apple News. What? Oh, my God. No, it's actually, no, it's cool. It's like, it's like encouraging people to not feel like they have to wear a bra all the time. I mean, oh, that's great, that's but that's nice. weird that that's the number one story. <laughs> I know, yeah. but I think, you know, honestly, like, I'm kind of not surprised because I feel like a lot of a lot of bra-wearing folks now are going braless because they're inside and they're, like, yeah. realizing, oh, this is very comfortable. <laughs> they're like, should, the I, should I be doing this all the like, time? Like, I probably should, should I be? be doing this all the time. Should I be doing this all the time? Uh, yep. Light as a feather, stick as a board. Light as a feather, stick as a board. Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. insert the sound of like a can of Lysol being sprayed or like a I don't know like (laughs) just like a little so now we're promoting aerosols yeah (laughs) we're going to kill the environment the ozone is quaking the ozone is quaking Uh, the environment Um, Hey, at least the ozone's maybe getting a little break because not as many people are driving. Dude, it's totally a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember last week we were talking about that. Yeah, the whole earth is like, oh my God, I can breathe again. (laughs) Yeah. This is what it was like before these humans. These These humans. (laughs) Um, One of my friends who lives in LA posted a video the other day and it's like the smog has like cleared from LA. What? Yeah, no way. It's gorgeous down no there right now. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. And then it'll just like all roll back over. Yep. As soon as it's all over. Sucks. No good. Yep. No good. Yep. Yep. Anyways, how about that coronavirus? <laughs> oh, God. There, I kicked it off. I hadn't, I did hadn't it. heard she about did the it. coronavirus. What is that? <laughs> uh, the Let's novel see. coronavirus or COVID 19 is the thing that has shut down the entire world. <laughs> Do you guys miss, do you miss, do you miss the swine flu yet? Yeah, because no one gave a shit about it. <laughs> I did, because yeah, I think it. I had it. I'm pretty sure I had it. Yeah, oh, a couple yeah. Of my, a couple people I work with were like, I had swine flu. Yeah, like, pretty, yeah. pretty sure. No one was freaking out like this when swine flu was a thing. Swine flu, uh, avian flu. Yeah. I feel like if social media would have been what it what what it is today when swine flu was happening, mm-hmm. the same thing probably would have happened. But is, isn't this more oh, fatal? Oh yeah, it's yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But still, yep. yeah, it's in like, um, did you guys see like all those spring breakers in Florida oh, like apologizing? Assholes. They're like, oh, we're so sorry. And it's like, oh. yeah, you better be fucking sorry. Um, same thing with they decided this weekend they're gonna lock down Lake County because um they weren't locked down. And so I guess everybody was going to fucking Lake County last weekend and partying it up and like out on the shores having a goddamn spring day. Yep. And it's like, no, assholes, Why? like you- for <laughs> and cause that was one of the whole reasons they shut down Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. is because people were like well all the barrier area people are just going to come up here because yep. like people's friends and families were texting them like oh we'll come up for a picnic oh we'll come up and do this and it's like no 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 that's not the point no 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 no, no. so then they had to shut down lake county too because it was like good shut it down shut it all down shut, shut it all it down. down shut it all so down. that's why we can't have nice things right because people are dumb. Okay. So I guess we should talk about <laughs> the virus. I don't know. I don't know what to say about the damn virus. I know. I don't, uh, know, I don't know what, what to say that's already been said a million times. And- how about this? We'll just say uh, stay at home, uh, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and, um, you know, be safe. Love y'all. Okay, moving on. And please observe, <laughs> <laughs> even if you're one of these people that thinks they're invincible and doesn't care 
just please at least, at the very least, observe the six-foot recommendation, please. Mm -hmm. Please. Yeah. It's not that hard. I was in Whole Foods the other day, and people were not observing this rule. And I was yeah, not. Yeah, I saw people okay. like shaking hands and hugging and oh, stuff. God. And I'm like, guys, just no. stop. How tone deaf. Don't you get it? Yep. Yeah. It's just for a little while. We just got to be weirdly distant for a little while yeah. and then it'll be over. Yep. Like, yeah. And and the, the quicker we all do this, the quicker it'll be over too. Exactly. And like, what do you think it's going to be like in the, in the post virus world, the post apocalyptic world? <laughs> I hope that people are a little bit more considerate about germs and stuff moving mm-hmm. forward. And more yeah. considerate about um, people who are immunocompromised. Or- immunocompromised yep. and just like, I don't know, washing their hands. I don't know why that became such a novel oh, thing. I know, right? Like who wasn't washing their hands? Yeah. And like, you know, the whole, like the length of time you're supposed to do that. I learned that in elementary school and yeah. I've been row, row, rowing my boat ever since. <laughs> Um, yeah, Brent was saying, like, when this all kind of first, when this all started, he was saying, like, oh, oh, yeah, I see guys coming out of the bathroom all the time that don't wash their hands. And I'm like, excuse Disgusting. me? Excuse me? Foul. Like, Foul. First off, you're touching that dick. That's gross. <laughs> that thing's disgusting. That's a nasty. And, like, a dick-adjacent area. Oh. Yep. And they're touching all the fixtures. Anybody who says a dick doesn't have germs on it needs to just shut up. Like, they've never met a dick i totally have heard guys be like what like it, it's not touching anything i'm like uh it's, it's your pubic region sir <laughs> i don't want your dick plenty. germs on everything you're touching <laughs> it's touching plenty of things oh plenty of things God. there was this great bit on star talk i think it was neil degrasse tyson or someone was saying like like whoever <laughs> Whoever designed the human body did a poor job because all the plumbing is like right next to each other. (laughs) (laughs) You got the poop hole by the pee hole and everything's all a lot. Just think about it. Poop hole next to this. Oh, guys, we're back on butt stuff. Oh, no. We're back. It all comes around to the sex hole. It's not good. No, too many. There's too many holes. Unless that's what you're into. I'm not kink shaming. That's how you get a UTI. (laughs) (laughs) Pee after sex, people. Pee after sex. Pee after it. And take cranberry pills as a supplement. (laughs) It keeps the urine region. (laughs) What am I saying? But you gotta gotta pee. You got what? You gotta pee. You can't you just pee. rely you on cranberry. No, no, no. I do. A, I do a combo of both. Always pee after. Always. We always shower always. after too, just as an yeah. extra precaution. Ooh, I'm very UTI nice. prone, so yeah, yeah it's a nice extra time to like spend a little extra time together, you know. And then I uh, just pop a little cranberry pill before I go to bed, and that's it. Oh my man, I'm sorry, your UTI. I haven't had a UTI prone. in months. It's great. It's oh, good that's system. awesome. Oh shit! Because I've I've had a couple, and I mean, once you have one, you're like, oh, nope, never. Yeah, again. when you have oh my one, God. that's no one and done. Yeah, I've had so many. It's like I I can feel them coming on. <gasps> oh, that's and the worst. I just immediately email my doctor, and I'm like, hey, needs some antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming down. Yeah, I remember. I had. Oh my god, I had one, and I was in L.A., and I was like, still kind of transferring, like santa rosa medical stuff to la medical stuff so i was like kind of in limbo and i had to like talk to a doctor that was on call and it was like 11 o'clock at night i'm like hey i just need some antibiotics for the blah 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 uti turned out to be (laughs) the doctor is like brent's friend's dad (laughs) and it's this it's this guy that i like knew from church days back when i was a kid i was like oh no your wife taught me in Sunday school. This is awkward. I'm talking about my urethra problems. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I love He, like, it. gives you the antibiotics, and he's yeah. like, now just remember, you should pee after sex. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> pee before, after, and during sex. <laughs> that's the only problem with, well, like, being... That's what you're into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, like, that's that's the only problem with being, like, like, born and raised and, like, growing up in the same place for a long time, it's, like, you start to know all the same people, and then you're talking about your pee problems to someone you went to church with, and it's, like, yeah. Which, is, in some ways, become, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, 
you know. It is actually. Yeah, the small town And, and then you vibe. become us and we talk about our pee with strangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's also, is, uh, which is also cool. This is quite a cold open. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm and sterile, just like a flow of nope. urine. Nope, it's not. Don't say that. It's not that thing. Oh my God. Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> I hope that was a quote from something. Yes, it's from Dodgeball. You guys haven't seen Dodgeball? Oh, like oh, not I haven't it seen it out. well enough to quote it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love that movie. <laughs> that is freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, you want to talk about some scary shit? Yeah. Should we introduce ourselves? Oh, let's do all that. Yeah. Let's just jump in. Let's introduce Roll ourselves. Call. One Roll call. Great jump. Here we go. We. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to start? <laughs> Kelly. Kick it, Kelly. Okay, no, fun fact. Fun fact, because we kind of touched on this in a, in a little texty text earlier. Like, oh. what's something kind of ridiculous that you've done while being quarantined? Like, oh. like a silly activity, something you've never done before. Um, I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going last. I will go first, because I... <laughs> Just told you guys about mine, um, but I'm going to tell you again. So um, my low point or high point, depending on how you look at it. Definitely a high point. High point. Last night, I I haven't played it in a long time, but I played DDR Max 2 Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> uh, I do not own this game. I watched it on YouTube and pretended like there was a mat on the carpet. And I just kind of stomped and hopped around and did a little jig on the carpet. And I love that idea. Was actually, and I want to do it. It was actually yeah. kind of fun. Um, yeah, this all it, it all started because I, I really want to get a Nintendo Switch or a Switch Lite. Um, but that's not financially feasible right now. So um, YouTube is financially feasible. <laughs> And that's why I'm going to watch gaming stuff on there. You inspired me and Scott. We're gonna mm. we're gonna do Dance Dance Revolution on the YouTube. Yes. Because I mean, yes. if you're not keeping score, yeah. you yeah. don't really need the mat. You're just right. having fun. Exactly. Exactly. And the mat was never as good as the arcade version anyway. Oh that's true. Some Let's the, all be honest. Okay, if you had a soft mat, it literally sounded like you were crunching a diaper. Those things were so like scrunchy. <laughs> like Ew. 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 Yeah, they were pretty gross. Um, I remember slipping on them as well. Like you'd if get you were sweaty. not on, yes, because they get sweaty, yeah. and then and then the actual mat would slip. Like if you got yeah. going super quick, it just go shoop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make me want to shoop. <laughs> now that having been said, if somebody wants to send us a DDR mat, we're not gonna turn it down. I'm not gonna I say mean, no. <laughs> but not right now. But we're trying to not justify right now. it. Yeah. Because that thing is covered in sweat and I don't know what. So do not send it to us now. <laughs> Please use Lysol and uh, cl- and some Clorox wipes on it first. You know, yep. current climate. Keep it nice and clean. <laughs> and then we'll clean it when it gets here, too. <laughs> oh, Kelly, that's a great story from your week. And I really appreciate it. And I am inspired by it. Yeah, you inspired me. I forgot that that was an option on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. No, I, like, yeah, it was... Um, Probably the most exercise I've gotten in a, a while. They've got some good um, Just Dance ones on there, too, that nice. are really fun. Yeah, Just Dance is super fun. Yeah, that's All right. really fun. Have you ever played the Tetris song on Just Dance? No. Oh, my God, it's so fun. <laughs> it, oh, my gosh. So they have the Tetris song on there. And if you get, like, four people, if you, if you have, like, a four-player setup... It's so fun because you have to like dance as a group and do like formations together. And it's like, and like at one point you have to lift someone up. It gets really complicated, but oh my God, no, it's so there's fun. A lift? It, there's a lift. There's a lift. Yeah. There's a lift. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a great game. That is a great game. I like it. Very fun. Emma, you got a little. Ah, hey, what's up? I'm Emma. Uh, remember my voice? It's it's me. It's Emma. I'm the Derby Devil. Um, oh, yeah, that was Kelly. Oh, what was the Yeah, hi, that's me. Yes, <laughs> we have nicknames here um, at the slumber party. Um, what have I done? That's weird. Um, 
I think that the weirdest thing I've done was what I sent you guys today, that hip mobility challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get, I was, was in my living room for a solid half hour trying to get that down. Um, and I sent. So basically, this hip mobility challenge is you lay on your back and you take one shoe off and put it on t- on the bottom of your other shoe and like hold it up in the air. And then you try and do basically turn all the way onto your stomach and then back onto your back without... Oof dropping the shoe Oof. it's very hard yeah. very I fun can imagine <laughs> it was so fun um i sent kelly and sandra a video of my failures leading up to my success and it was quite funny it was so. very funny but it's hard it, it's one of those things that it's like when you see people do it you're like oh that's easy i could do that oh it's yeah like, but no but it's hard yeah that's and literally I, what i thought i saw a video too it looked hard Mm-hmm. I saw when I saw the video of it, um, one of my favorite skaters, uh, uh, Lauren Much, actually posted it first. And I sent it to a couple of my friends and my friend Kyle. And he did it last night. And I was like, shit, now I have to do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. So yeah, I attempted it today. I, I successfully did it. It wasn't graceful by any means, but I did it. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep trying. And I'm gonna get really fast at it. <laughs> yes, you are. Yep. So that's definitely, I think that that's the weirdest thing I've done in my quarantine time. Everything else has just been like cooking and baking. And um, Jonathan and I have like had time to play music together again, which has been really fun. Yeah, because our girl, our derby devil is a sanger. Oh, she is a sanger. Oh, who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? So, um, I'm, hi, Sandra. Litwitch here. Hey, what's up? Um, <laughs> Litwitch around these parts. <laughs> and I really don't have anything exciting, funny, fun, or interesting to share, which is very sad. Um, I mean, I, I'm very fortunate that my job is allowing me to work from home. Yay. So I'm still like doing like 40 hour work weeks. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I don't yeah. have time. Yeah. You know, um, I think the weird, the quote unquote weirdest thing is like, you know, I do my yoga classes like online now, which is just different. And, uh, but it's fine. Okay. Uh, I think the hardest thing is just that I miss you guys. I miss you guys oh, and you. friends and seeing everybody in person and, you know, hugging and high-fiving <laughs> and just being in the same room together. That's yeah. that's what I really, like, that's my my big thing. We got we to gotta have our, our actual slumber party with, like, the whole spooky crew. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once this is all over, yeah. Oh, my God. That. We got to. Oh my well, gosh. you know, we're we should also video having a party for sure. Yes, uh, we should also video our reunion, the three of us. <gasps> <That's cute. laughs> yes, because it's gonna be really That's teary. Cute. I think I might cry. Yeah, I might have a little tears. Little tears. Little tears. Couple, couple thoughts I have. <laughs> aside, okay, virus aside, not thinking virus. Yeah. How's everyone actually feeling about being isolated, being quarantined? Just, just the act of being home not having okay well sandra has to work but emma and i are not working mm-hmm. how are we feeling i might have an unpopular opinion i'm low-key loving it i <laughs> am joining you in that opinion <laughs> right um right. yeah honestly it's just nice to have a break from work um i technically have been laid off uh but they are planning on rehiring all of us after this is all over so i know i have a job after all yeah. this but yeah. Yeah. the the break has been nice i really am loving not <laughs> seeing oh. some shitty regulars that i see every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i'm just like i have time to do the things that i love besides their derby derby is taking a huge break right now the 2020 season is pretty much fucked but it is what it is i'm still skating in my kitchen and um but yeah jonathan and i are playing music i'm like playing video games i'm reading books i'm like baking and cooking and i'm just like honestly i'm i'm really loving it See, yeah. i'm like i love oh, being home this is like i, love I I really want to get to that point. I'm almost there. I'm like so close. But unfortunately, there's this thing called sheer terror that's in the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, if I could just get rid of that, I would be so happy because. Yeah, I've definitely like woke up super anxious a couple nights mm-hmm. where I've just been like, what the fuck? Like just yeah. just the weight, just yeah. being on yeah. Facebook and seeing all the stuff about everything happening. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. it's sheer terror. But I've made myself like put my phone down for uh, like just a few hours every yeah. day. I'm just like 
just gonna enjoy this time yeah it just <laughs> like it gives me such conflicting feelings because yeah it's like yeah. that mix of sheer terror and anxiety but also I have like I have wished for the world to just pause for the longest time I've craved that so much because I I know I've told you this you guys this before but I, I just hate the idea of the rat race and society just go 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 never stop and right calendars and scheduling and so I'm like oh my god like I'm so happy that that's not happening right now it's it's I mean it's awful and it's devastating and I'm with you guys where it's like there's been a few things that it's like have kept me up at night during all this nonsense and it just yeah it's just so scary and it's it's hard it's hard yeah I I feel like suddenly now there's like all this pressure to have like a million hobbies and like create these amazing things. And I saw this quote today that was so helpful. It was saying like, like, you don't have to write a groundbreaking novel. You don't have to record that album. Like, there's no expectation right now. But I feel like everything is all people like posting stuff online. Like, I here's a song I wrote. Here's the, the, my novel I just finished. It's like, I, I, I can't, I can't do that right now. I'm, yeah, everyone's coping with it differently. But yeah, yeah there's zero, yes. zero pressure to be productive right now. Yeah. Like, even if you're just surviving and like managing yeah. your anxiety, that is a perfectly okay place to be. I would right love to get to that place. <laughs> you're like, that's, you're doing it all. You're doing I, it. I am. You I'm are. Taking steps. Working on I'm it. taking the steps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Homegirl's back in therapy. Therapy crew in the house. Yeah. We love therapy. Yes, we do. We're therapy robots. Anyone feel like they're going to have any like lasting psychological effects? A little PTSD, a little, I don't know, anything? Or do you, or do you feel like you're going to be able to like jump back in and like get into your routine? I think it'll be weird at first for sure. Yeah. Like going in for a hug and being like, wait, oh, wait, no, it's okay. No, yeah, okay. that's going to be <laughs> right. weird. That's going to be weird. Or like just, you know, going into like a non-essential store. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. what's that like? Um, yeah, working back in a, my physical space is going to be weird. But um, I think my my anxiety really comes from like, <sighs> Gosh, it's hard and I don't want to get too political. But my anxiety comes from I'm scared that they're going to lift quarantines too soon and people are going to go back to work. And because that's something that some people uh, want to do. And there's just going to be a lot of blood on people's hands. And there's just going to be a lot of sickness. And and it's not fair. It's not fair to say like, God, it's just, yeah, I don't know. That's the part that scares me. That and as somebody that loves history and I'm super into history, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people, you know, they don't think about these illnesses and these plagues and stuff that have happened before. And it's like, guys, this is nothing new. People who are poor always suffer. Look at every fucking celebrity and sports star gets a fucking test for coronavirus. And they're all self-quarantined in their gorgeous mansions, in their huge homes, and they don't have to worry about money. And it's like everybody else is living in terror. And it's... so it's just that's the type of stuff that gives me anxiety more than anything else. Yeah, that's seriously been pissing me off with all of the celebrities, like, like especially that whole all of them singing Imagine thing. Like, I know that that <laughs> oh, was supposed Jesus. to be like helpful, but I was like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's just, it's just yeah. obnoxious. It's terrible because it's like we're all in this together, was- guys. I'm like, oh yeah, in your million dollar mansion with your home theater and like super oh, cozy amenities like fuck you like yeah exactly. i don't have a job you don't have i don't have to worry now. about you don't have to worry about your next paycheck you don't have to worry about any of that yep yeah that that stuff really ugh, that gets me oh wait we also wait fun fact we did trivia together oh my god oh, no. oh my gosh that was another quarantine thing we did virtual trivia that was fun it was amazing it was very fun our friend kyle he runs trivia at the the bar where we work fog belt brewing and so we're both laid off so he's like, well, I'm still going to do trivia. We'll just do it on Instagram Live. So he did a Harry Potter trivia this last week, and we decided to team up and take it on virtually. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did all right. Woo. Yeah, we we actually, um, we finished in, let's say, top round. Did we tie for third or fourth? <clears throat> we were fourth in the second round. The first round, we were in second, I think. 
Yeah, I believe so. So we did really awesome. We did. We did great. And those were so that gets me even more hard questions. Oh, some tough questions. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. That gets me even more hyped for our Harry Potter episode mm-hmm. coming at you one of these days. Yes. Um. So without further ado, would you guys like to hear a scary story? Oh my God, yes. Yes, please. While I eat my nugs. <laughs> you eat your nugs. I'm going to eat my nugs. You go ahead and tell your story. You, get, you guys want me to start? Oh yeah, maybe we should say what we're going to talk about in this episode. We haven't really said that yet. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about some scary non-virus related things. Yes, all coronavirus talk is now off the table. It's done. Done. We're just we're going to put it over there in a little <laughs> a little box, a little quarantine box, <laughs> and we're going to unpack it another time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to tell some some fun stories, mm-hmm. all true. Yep. Yep. Um, they're going to be nice and spooky, so pull out your flashlight, tuck yourself in, and get ready for a spook. <laughs> I love it. That was perfect. Beautiful. Okay. Okay, you guys ready for spooky story time? Oh, Let's go. Okay. So this story was told to me by my sister, Amanda. Yay. Yay, Amanda. Yay. So this story in particular is about when she worked at Borders. Woo-woo. And... Yeah, she and Kelly actually worked at Borders at the same time in one of their like little overlapping times there. Yes, in one of our past. She worked there off and on for like four years. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. So she told me this. And so this is like in first person. So I'm going to tell it from her point of view. And please note, she is a believer. Um, Well, after these stories, I don't know how you could not be. But she is a believer, well, and <laughs> well, if you, you haven't met <laughs> skeptical, sex. no, if you've if you experience them, like yeah, yeah I mean, you yeah. this would make you a believer, I'm sure. This is gonna um, be shocking this to me. To you. This is gonna be so shocking because I I never had any scary experience there. How long did you work there? Uh, maybe like a year. Okay. Some of the ones that were longer timers, they have stories. Okay. 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 So, um. And so anyway, so she's a believer. Obviously, being my sister, we grew up with a lot of the same like haunted experiences that I talked to you guys about on the show with her too. Mm-hmm. But these were um these were things that happened to her without me. So here we go. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. I'm so excited too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so her role there is she worked in the cafe part, Seattle's best. So she wasn't a bookseller. She was in the cafe. As soon as I started there in the cafe, there was always weird stuff happening. Uh, Kind of the things you can logically explain. Not just the cafe, but the whole store had these things going on. Uh, Many little things. Too many little things to really name. Objects moving out of the corner of your eye. I would see people coming into the back room through the one access door. But when you went to see who it was that went back behind you, there was nobody in there. Little things like that. That's like, okay, that's weird. But it's not weird enough that you get scared. One of the things that really scared me was I would see the cookies in the case jump. There is no other way to explain. Excuse me? The cookies in the case, because it's a cafe, would jump. They would jump. Like someone was like tossing them a little bit? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Not not just like a jiggle? Not just like a little... (laughs) quake a jump is how she describes it and honest to god jump so that was again weird but not weird enough to be scary so some so all of the names have been changed <laughs> in the, in these stories so one of my coworkers' names was cat and cat had a lot of challenges while she was working with us one of the things that she was dealing with was a paranoid schizophrenic diagnosis and that was really sad, and that was really hard to deal with. Um, now that's important, but like that's not the that's not the whole reason here. One day, Kat and I are working, and Kat says to me, "You ever notice the weird things that go around in borders? All the stuff you see moving, and have you ever seen the cookies jump?" She used the exact same term: the cookies jump. And I said. Yeah, actually, I I do see those things. And I thought it was important to let her know that I see them and that this wasn't part of her diagnosis. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And oh. Kat said, and Kat says, well, it's the fairies. 
Uh, I didn't know what to say to that. And I said, I don't know what's doing it, but it's something. But that was already like, just really strange that those were the words Mm -hmm. she used. So one of the things that was a frequent creepy occurrence was um, I was frequently a closer and on the closing crew, there'd be four or five people. Um, And you guys ever work in a retail or similar situation where everybody's waiting around the door to lock up the big gate. You have to check each other's bags and all of that stuff. So if I was the first to leave and wait by the gate, I would hear whispers. Maybe it's a technical thing. Maybe it's something in the radio, some static. That's what you tell yourself. But when you're standing there alone in the dark and you can hear disembodied voices and only understand every other word, it gets pretty creepy. Holy shit. So this is my scariest day. Oh, okay. The early morning crew was a small number. I'm stoked. I'm really stoked. <laughs> Emma is like raised, throwing her fists in the air. She's so excited. <laughs> The early morning crew was a small crew. I was the only cafe person, and there would be the inventory team, three other people. Uh, we were all really spread out in the store. I would obviously be in the cafe over my area and mostly going back and forth from the cafe floor to the back supply room. And the three inventory people were spread out. If you guys remember Borders bookstores, okay, they're, they're big. It's, it's not even like a Barnes & Noble. It's like a big box store, like really spread out. So I would go into the back room and every morning I would feel incredibly out of ease when I was there every time I was in that back room alone. But this morning, it was incredibly intensely creepy. I'm trying to set up the cafe for the day, but I was distracted by how scared I felt. I felt absolutely someone was watching me and I was being observed. I couldn't shake the feeling all morning and just kept getting more and more frightened and more and more convinced that somebody was back there watching me. At one point, I bent over the sanitizer um, door. Do you guys know like dish sanitizers? They're kind of like dishwashers. Mm -hmm. So um, I was bent over the dish sanitizer. So I'm at an angle. And suddenly I felt with emotional certainty that I needed to get out of this room. I was trying to grab what I needed from the sanitizer and the feeling just got worse. The fear was literally drumming in my ears. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out right now. A chill went up my spine. Never felt anything like it. Literally, like someone took their finger and ran it from the base of my spine to the top of my neck. I dropped the items I had taken out of the sanitizer. It was time to run. It's like fight or flight, but there was nothing to fight. So I guess I have to run. But then I was trying to be brave and stand my ground and not show what I was scared. But then I realized this is telling me I am in danger. I had to get out right now. I can't describe how desperate and panicked I was to get out of that room. So I ran. I ran. As I rounded the corner by the huge industrial ice machine, I saw the plastic pitcher that was upside down on top of the machine fly off, go across the room, hit the wall, and break from the force. Something threw a pitcher at me. There was no reason this pitcher should have flown off like that, especially to fly off, hit the wall, and break. That's strong. I started screaming and yelling at it. Get the fuck out of here. You need to leave. Get the fuck out. Leave me alone. Stop trying to scare me. The three inventory people came sprinting over, thinking there was a person who broke in and was attacking me. I told them what was happening, assuming that they would think I'd lost my mind. And they all said, no, yes, absolutely. That stuff happens to all of us in these mornings when we're the only ones here. One of them even asked, did you see the little girl? Have you seen her yet? He told me that he hears her laughing. And one time he actually saw her peeking at him from behind some shelves. He actually saw her and heard her so much. He thought it was maybe somebody had their kid inside or somehow a a child got in. But then he would remember it's 630 in the morning and there are no children there. Something threw a plastic pitcher at me. But this stuff was apparently happening to all of us. So just a quick pause right there, because that's the first part of the story. Um, Yeah, like, and she like wanted me to reiterate on the show, like, there's that chill up her spine feeling. She said it was absolutely like some creepy man 
was just touching the base of her spine up her neck as she was bent over the sanitizer. Nope, nope, nope. And then just that feeling of, you need to run. And I asked her, I was like, was it like a voice you heard? And she said, no, it wasn't a voice. It was like an an instinct. Or an instinct, yeah. Yeah, just like run, run right now. And I mean... I'm kind of thinking that something did, at least in that moment, want to do her harm. And that's why the instinct was to run. And because she'd had all those creepy little things and the cookies jumping, but none of that was anything. But this was really like, you're in danger. And I wonder what more it would have tried to do to her. Because as it stands, as she's running out, it chucked a pitcher at her. A plastic pitcher that's what's blowing my mind here i i know exactly what yeah. kind of picture she's talking about like a thick plastic pitcher yeah and yeah. it was thrown at the wall with such force yes. that it broke that is yeah. shocking because those are so hard to break yeah yes like and i mean to see it too like she saw it she saw it she saw it go flying off and be thrown at her oh my god so okay so you know what, <sighs> what is occurring to me right now yeah. with the story Huh. The the Borders bookstore empty space. The Borders is closed now. Yes. That yes. same space yes. has been a spirit store occasionally. Like a couple yep. years ago, it was the best oh. spirit store. The yes, best one. But it, they but spirit didn't go back there like the last two years. No. And otherwise, I, I that space has yeah. been totally empty since Borders closed. Yeah. Is this and why? Well, see, not? that's really interesting because a lot of there's another part of this border story I'm going to oh, tell boy. you. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! And like this is but, so um, crazy for me to hear this because I worked there, and so it's making me like think back and try and like mm-hmm. find weird situations that maybe <laughs> I tried to explain scientifically. Yeah. You know, it's really possible, and because a lot of that stuff, um, you know, I've described that to you that kind of corner of your eye phenomena. Things like that that you can be like, okay, that was weird, but it's not enough for me to be like, oh, I'm never coming back to work again. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she said the same thing because she would go every year that it was a spirit and hang out. And she said she never, she never felt scared. Yeah. But after this incident where she screamed at it, that was the only time she was ever scared again. That was it. Wow. So, but she has always wanted to ask like the spirit people, like, so uh, anything? Deal with any? Yeah, yeah, totally. So here's the other one, and so this one, she says, "Well, we did manage to catch it on camera once." Oh boy! Oh boy! Excuse me. Excuse me. Does she still have the video? I want to see it. (laughs) No. Ah. So this was before everybody was obsessed with their smartphones too. It's a little bit of a do different have, time. Do like you have we a all rough year of when this happened. I was curious if it was when I was there. Oh, I mean, maybe a 2011. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because because she wasn't in the cafe when I was there. She was doing a different job, I think. So yeah, I think I was there. I think so, I was there like way before all of this. But it's possible. Yeah. So here's what happened. My coworker Maria was going on break. I could see her. She's about 30 feet away near the door to the cafe. And I was helping a customer. I was mixing a cold brew for her and chatting. The coffee urns are to my right sitting on the counter, but I wasn't using them. I was a good six feet away from those at least. So you guys have the picture here. She's far away from the coffee urns, her and the customer. The only other coworker is about 30 feet away. All of a sudden, I hear a loud clang. One of the urns is spinning on the ground like it had been ripped off with such force that it hit the ground and was spinning. These are metal coffee urns, if you've seen them in coffee shops. Maria's head snapped up because she heard it from over there. The customer, a woman of about 60, looked up in shock as well. Wide-eyed, she said, well, I didn't do it. (laughs) So all three of us saw this. The damn urn is still spinning on the floor. I gave her her drink and she left, clearly a little freaked out herself. I felt weirdly justified that two other people had witnessed something happen there with me. 15 minutes later, Maria comes back from her break and I excuse myself to go to the manager Raphael's office. I told him, wind back the camera. And yes, there it was on the camera footage. You see me away from the urns, and clearly, clearly on the screen, you see the urn being pulled, turn horizontal in the air, 
off of the counter and then get thrown to the floor. Oh my God. Where it starts spinning. Raphael was in shock. He was sputtering. His eyes were wide. Well, how did you, how did you do that? Say, I didn't do it. He's like, no, you must have done something. They call over other people to watch it. And they think this is a hoax. She's like pranking them. And then other people are like, no, that's the scary shit that happens in this store. Again, I felt so justified. The naked eye can clearly see this playing out with no visible person doing it. So, you know, basically at that point, everybody in the store had like gotten to see it. And many of them couldn't believe it because they just couldn't logically make sense of what they were seeing. It was incredible. That one wasn't scary. Weirdly, I got the feeling that whatever it was, was actually trying to help. It was trying to participate somehow. And I actually felt at ease by its presence after that, even though it was surprising. Um, And then she says off and on for, you know, four years she was there. That was really like, that was kind of the height of it was those two incidences. But still, like after she left, co-workers would text her and share creepy stories of stuff happening. It never went away. Dude, I'm just imagining that ghost being like, oh, yeah, I can help. Like, let me just try and pour a cup of coffee and then just boom, <laughs> yeah. too much force. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm new at this whole ghost thing. I don't understand my own strength. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how strength. to make coffee. And like, I mean, because, you know, I... You don't have to die somewhere to be a ghost there. I believe that theory. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to be tethered to that place necessarily. And it's like, well, I don't know what it was before it was a strip mall. Could have been farms. It could have been neighborhoods. Could have been a school. There could be a graveyard under there. Like, who the hell knows? So that's... Well, okay, that... <laughs> borders. Woo, haunted. that was a story. Woo. Yeah. The picture is scarier, but um, I I just am like, I can feel her justification, her vindication of like, yeah, motherfucker, it's on the camera. Oh, I love the video footage. That's that's amazing. That's really Yeah, because cool. if it happened now, um, we'd all bust out our smartphones and get a copy of it. But it was just on their store security at the time, you know? Oh, don't you guys wish we could watch it? Oh, my God. I would, like, pay money to I want to see it so bad. Ugh. I want to see it so bad. Um, anyway, so yeah. that's the Haunted Borders tale. Well, I never had any haunted experiences there. Um, I did have a very strange experience. It was one of those things where... Um, It's like when you start thinking about someone that you haven't thought about in a long time and all of a sudden they walk through the door. You ever had that happen? Oh, Uh uh yeah. So I had that happen to me. That's probably like the freakiest thing I can think of, though. You were thinking of them right then? then Just some person. I can't remember if I knew them from school or something else, but they were not like a close friend. It was like, you know, someone I went to junior high with or something Um, and hadn't thought of them in years. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one chick from school or whatever. And, like, she literally walks in the door. It was just You know, so, so I would say that, to me, like, I believe in psychic ability. And I believe that everybody's born with a certain amount of it, but we kind of talk ourselves out of it as we grow older. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, for some people, it never goes away. Or sometimes you just get, like, almost little flare-ups of it. That's the only way I can describe it, you know? I agree completely. Mm-hmm. There are some yeah. days when, like, little little things like that happen where I'm just like, I'm a motherfucking psychic. <laughs> and then yeah. it doesn't happen again for a long time. And it's like, oh, well, maybe it was just lucky. But Yeah, I've, de- yeah, I've definitely totally had some dreams that were kind of uh, ominous premonitions. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I have definitely well, had pathetic it. dreams. Yeah, Kelly, would you like to talk about your yes, so your spooky spooky week? So, uh, so the other day we were just chilling, watching TV, and all of a sudden we hear a rustling, heard a clatter. We all kind of got spooked because it was pretty loud and uh, alarming. It happened again, so we got up and we went over and looked and. Our shoe rack, like the top part was kind of like bowed, like it had like snapped. And so we're like, oh, that's what it was. The shoe rack broke and the shoes fell. That's what made the noise. Uh Um, But then uh, a few days later, we we heard the noises again. And uh, oh, man, we and we went in there with a flashlight. We checked out every corner. 
Uh, we even had like Dobby go in there and sniff around just to like check for something. Um, Cause my fear was like, oh my gosh, what if it was like a mouse or something? What if there's a mouse crawling around in there? I'm like, no. And so um, we, we looked all around, didn't see anything. We even like swept and it was like totally fine. Uh, and then one night I actually saw it scurrying. I saw something scurry <gasps> through, through oh, the nook. No. Something furry scurried through the nook. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I had visual confirmation that there indeed was a critter in our house. And I don't remember if we found the poop before or after, but we also found several what? turds in the shoe nook. No, no. Luckily not in our shoes, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, there were several several areas covered in turds. So, you know, we were like, okay, we definitely have a mouse problem. We checked around the condo because we we're thinking like, okay, is this the only place they've been or have they been elsewhere? So as we started pulling out furniture, it was like the more things we moved and the more furniture we pulled out, just like the more poop we found and urine stains. And I, I even hate to say this because you guys have like been at my place and sat on my furniture, but there was so much poop behind the couch. Oh my God. No. There were turds everywhere. So this everywhere. is not a new, this is not a new problem. Not a new problem. They were everywhere. But I, yeah, I don't know how long it's been going on. I mean, the scurrying didn't happen that long ago, so maybe you guys were safe, but um, <laughs> yeah, there was, there was Fine. poop behind the couch behind the chair interestingly behind the dishwasher so there was like ooh, there was a whole mess uh, behind the dishwasher that's how they're getting in maybe so we're like trying to figure out how things getting in um so we called our like hoa to see who they recommend we get in touch with and uh called them they came in set up several traps and the next few nights we would hear the traps going off and be like yeah we got it and then we'd go downstairs the next morning, and the traps were set off, but there was nothing there. Oh, it's like this sneaky little Santa Claus. So little sneaker yeah. got away, left more poop for me to clean up. Um, meanwhile, this whole virus thing is starting, and uh, we've got this rodent mess on our hands, and like the traps aren't working. We don't know what to do. We're like, we got to get a second opinion because this isn't working. So, uh. Sonoma County goes on lockdown. I'm trying to call around to find someone to help us. Um, oh, yeah. And then it went under our, it went behind our entertainment center. Oh, dear. Yeah. And uh, you're surrounded now. Yeah. So we, we heard it back there. And then, like, I even saw its little, like, tail peeking out, like, fat little tails. So, so Brent was like, oh my gosh, he, he had to, like, lift up the entertainment center. And then it scurried out and ran behind the couch. Oh dear! And through all this, I was like, I was praying like Dobby would try and get him, but he was he was Dobby. no help. He was no help. The circle of life must take its course. And it's like it all felt very escape roomish. Like we were trying to figure out how to trap it. So we started like building walls out of cardboard and like things we could find oh. around the house because I wanted to like build a barricade that it would get trapped in. Yeah. So at one point, we built a barricade around the couch and set traps in there and even put, like, dog food to try and, like, attract oh. it. Oh, no. Still didn't work. Um, there. Uh, meanwhile, I've been, like, jumping on top of chairs and screaming and freaking out. And Brent's yelling. He's like, you got to help me. Are you going to make me do this by myself? And I'm like, yes! <laughs> um... He lifted up the couch, it scurried away, and we thought it ran out the front door because we had the, the front door was open, like just the screen was kind of like open a crack. So we're like, oh, I think it got out. Nope. It, well, maybe that one left, but there's more. Um, oh my God. And this story is going on way too long. Basically, it's been a nightmare, and it turns out we had rats in the crawl space underneath our condo. I, you know, I... I love mice and rats. I thought but, I did um, too. I, I mean, not, I still do. Not running I still do. Not running around your, your That's condo, the thing. Though. That's the thing. I Yeah, I love them when they're not running around the condo. Ugh. Yeah, so it's been pretty horrifying. Let's have another story, shall we? Emma, Stop. hit us. Your turn. What you want? Tell us something scary. Do you want um, 
Mines. Oh, you want to talk about the mines? Talk about the mines. Talk about the mines. Speaking of phobias. There's probably a lot of rats in those mines. Probably a lot of rats. Um, Also, small spaces. Screw, creep me out. (laughs) Are you guys claustrophobic? I am. I definitely am. Oh, yeah. Kelly. Good, good, healthy fear of that. <laughs> yes. Small okay. spaces. Um, also, I just, I like not being able to move my legs really freaks me mm. out. Like if some, if I'm under the covers and someone like makes it so I can't move my legs oh. under the covers, Ew. like, oh, oh God, oh, oh God, oh, no, 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 no. What monster would do that? Um, I, <laughs> so Scott, uh, producer of the show and my spouse, uh, super bad claustrophobia, really bad. Um, I, actually kind of like tight spaces oh, no <laughs> you're crazy you're oh, insane no. i like i really want to go caving nope and stuff really bad um now here's the thing is on my little we did one of those little instagram story polls and i put down like for the movie that made me lose sleep i put the descent because oh. i love that movie and i'm not claustrophobic and it made me feel claustrophobic Ooh. when i was watching it Ooh. So, but that's a thing. Caves and stuff. That's that's scary for a lot of people. Yeah, it, is. it is. It's very spooky. Okay, so here's the deal. I got a TikTok because, honestly, because one of my friends got a TikTok and I wanted to watch his funny videos. So I was like, here I go. So <laughs> I go. I'm just, I'm, I'm on the TikTok now. Um, holy shit, there's some good stuff on there. People are hilarious. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Vine. I think that's yeah. why I'm staying. Yeah. But I remember I've Scott's also, been telling you to get a TikTok I forever. Know. He's been telling and you were me. Like, yeah. I know. I was I was revolting because I'm just I I love Vine so much, but it's pretty much the same thing. So whatever. <laughs> um. So basically, I stumbled upon this one profile of this guy who uh, talks about scary things. I don't remember who he is. He's not that important. His videos aren't actually like original or anything. He just finds scary stuff online and is like, I'm going to tell the story like this. And it's like, and then he just tells you what to Google at the end. That's pretty much it. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But anyways, so I I stumbled upon this video today of his where he talks about uh, an abandoned mine called the Horton Mine. And I actually don't know where it is. Shit. I should have looked this up. I think it's Nevada. Did it say Nevada? Um, yeah, so it's an, it's an old abandoned ore mine. And uh, there's this guy, uh, his YouTube channel is called Exploring Abandoned Mines and Unusual Places. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think his right name on is, the nose. I think his name is Frank. At least at the end, he puts Explorer Frank. <laughs> oh, cute. It's very cute. Um, so the first, there's two videos of him exploring this mine. And the first one is only three minutes and 49 seconds. And the second one is only eight minutes and 36 seconds. Basically, he goes in and he's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to get the fuck out. (laughs) Um, So the the first video he has, um, he like is putting little notes and things about what he was feeling while he was in there, which is interesting. And um, from what I can tell from his channel, he's he doesn't go into like haunted places like he just goes into abandoned places and gets cool videos and goes like exploring. He's not like a paranormal person. Uh, but these videos, he was like, I got a very uneasy feeling in here. Um, like he basically he walks into this mine and it's like there's water running out of it. It's like old and uh, there's like stuff falling all the old mine stuff. Um, mining things are like just dilapidated and falling apart and it like looks unstable it just doesn't it just looks like a creepy ass cave with a bunch of old stuff in it (laughs) so he walks in and um he like is talking about in this first in the first video he's talking about how cold it is and um and just like uh, the little narration or the little uh, subtitles are like, I got a very uneasy feeling at about this point. I felt like someone was watching me, felt like I needed to leave, but he ke- kept going. <laughs> He's yeah. like, you can you can hear the uneasiness in my voice. It was very cute. But um, so he gets to this part of the mine. It's a very short mine. I think he said it's only maybe like 60, 600 feet or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's short. Um, and so he gets to this part where he's like, I feel like I shouldn't go keep going. And then it's like, but I kept going. <laughs> and you see these, there are chains hanging from the ceiling from where they, things would be attached to or whatever. 
and um, he hears something. So he turns on his flashlight towards the end of the mine and you see one of the chains is just hardcore swinging back and forth. And he's just like, he doesn't say anything. He's just silent. And then the next shot is him just walking out of the mine. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out like, he's like mm, bye <laughs> um so the next video my guy out the next video is a year later he went back the next summer so he waited an entire year because people were asking to see more of it and um he the title of the video is like um the like the final time i go to the horton mine or something he's like i'm not going back don't ask trilogy i love it (laughs) uh well there's only two so not technically a trilogy but yeah i wish maybe (laughs) maybe it will be maybe he'll be like okay this is the final time (laughs) but in the longer video he goes back same thing he gets to the point where he sees the chains hanging and he keeps going and he's like i have i feel like someone's watching me um you can see mist forming and swirling and he like points it out um he i don't think he saw it when he was in there so he points it out in like the little subtitle narrations. You can like you can see mist forming in this part right here, and he's like, "I felt a cold draft," and so he keeps going and gets back all the way to the back of the mine, and it's where like the old like where the ore would like drop down through a chute and like where they would put it on uh, carts to take out, and so he's like talking about all the old equipment or whatever. And um, so he like takes a step back and like looks at everything again. And note these mines have been abandoned for I think he says like thirty something years. Yeah. And all of a sudden you hear like mining equipment kind of start. Like you, it sounds like mechanical kind of things. And then you hear people's voices. And he just goes, "What the hell is that?" And then the next shot is him walking out of the mine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ETFO. Yeah, it's super interesting, but it's crazy because you can hear it clearly on the video. It sounds like a working mine. Like it sounds like there are people working, people are talking. Um, and it's just like, where does that even come from? Like yeah. these mines have been abandoned for however many years. Like there's no one in there. Ooh, spooky, spooky, spooky. So I spoiler and, alert, mm-hmm. I did watch the videos. Oh good. And I no, I can back you up on that. The first one where the chain is moving, it is really eerie because a couple of the chains are doing a little bit of a wiggle. Most of them are stationary and there's one chain that's just swinging. Like like really hardcore. Like like it someone make whipped sense. It. Yeah. yeah. It does it doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. And then Again, with the second video, too, is it's like, there's not anybody there. There's not anybody around. There's no one in this mine. And like, everything it's not is that silent deep. up until that point. Like, you can yeah. hear the water and you can hear, um, like, the sound of the little stream. But that's it. There's yeah. nothing else happening in there. And all of a and sudden, like, you just hear voices and machinery. And, like, the fact that, like, the guy is so, like, clearly really freaked out, but he's not, like, putting it on for the camera either. Mm-hmm. You he's can tell he's, like, like, holding himself together. Yeah, like, oh, my God, get out of this, get out of the mine, get out of the mine. <laughs> it's such a niche, what? like, horror genre. I love it. Like, mine horror. <laughs> I know, right? I love this. <laughs> like, it was, Valentine's it was Day. very interesting. I'm really glad I stumbled upon it today because it was a fun little midday spook. Nice. But, oh. yeah, really interesting. Let's go check out the mine, though. I'm down. Let's go. We're going to need fun. some tall, welly boots. <laughs> we need uh, some tall, welly boots. There there's standing water. There's an abandoned, um, like, wood mill out near um, Guerneville, I think. Uh, well, there is, like, um, like yeah, I mean, there's probably a couple because Duncan Mills here mm-hmm. in, in in Sonoma County. There, we got a few places we got to check out in the area, ladies. Yeah, I went with my um my friend Claire. She took me out there one night, and it we didn't get out of the car because we were too scared. But holy Ooh. shit, that place is spooky. I, I sense a summer adventure. Yep, yep, definitely. We're going to do it. There's huh. also a mystery spot here in Sonoma County, too. What is it? A mystery spot. What's that? Oh, like the weird gravity Where- place. Oh, like gravity. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Let's do it. 
Yeah. We'll put flour on the back of the car and see the tiny handprints that pushed us up. (laughs) (laughs) There was actually somebody wrote in on, I think it was Two Girls, One Ghost a long time ago when I first started listening to the show. And they talked about their scary experience at the mystery gravity spot in Sonoma County. And And it was something like that. Like it was... It was something out there with them. Oh, I like it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get I'm so like late. Not, I'm just like not as excited about abandoned places. Like I'm fine seeing pictures of them or the videos. Like that's all cool. But I don't need to be there. Um, oh, but you might have. You might. You there. might. There's probably critters, not the cute ones. <laughs> Um, or they might. All critters are cute. Well, I was going to say they might be cute, but they might have diseases that we don't want. Oh, they're not going to get you. We're, we're, we'll wear our we'll wellies protect. and we'll. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll um, protect you. Mm-hmm. We'll bring a broom yep. if one charges us, but it's not going to happen. Yep. They're more afraid no, of us no, than no. we are of them. No, no, no. We all. It's, it's See, all for it, one, one like? for all. What is it like being brave? I always wonder. <laughs> what, is it, what is that like? <laughs> What is it like? I don't know. I'm actually, I like it. I'm really not. When you put me in actual scary situations, I turn into a total wuss. <laughs> no, you guys, we're we're gonna do a ghost hunting crossover episode with the cold show and genre junkie. Yes, we oh my got. God. We're gonna do some scary shit. Okay, so we're definitely going to go to the summer. We got to and and do a Ouija board sesh. <laughs> we got to. We got to. Yeah, we got some we got some scary places to go to, ladies. It's gonna be good times. Summer's gonna be a really fun time. Is it I though? Because are we still gonna be quarantined? I am putting good no. vibes out into the universe that it will be over by May. Yep. Okay. We don't want to have all the scary fun in one evening. Yes, we gotta out. save it for the rest spread of this quarantine. Yep. We gotta spread out that love. Yep. What do you guys think? I'm a little sad we can't all get into the slumber the the slumber bag. <laughs> the slumber bag. <laughs> Together. We have to place our bags six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. That's we can okay. snuggle in a month. <laughs> yeah. Ex- <laughs> we'll be back to snuggling in no time. <laughs> That's true. So until then, don't forget to stay light as a feather, stiff as a board, and six feet apart. Wash your damn hands. Summer, honey. Light as a feather, stiff as a board.